Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Rant, Rave, and Read with me. My name is Tessa, and I'll be your host. And this week's book is The Voices Are Back by Lainey Lynn Vale. So, yes, I am back. <laughs> and do I have a doozy for you guys? So, um, if I had to, I'm just going to say this. I guess this is a second chance romance. It says it's an MC book, a motorcycle club book, but it is not. There is, like, very little anything to do with any type of club. Um, so, I'm probably going to say their names wrong because it honestly, like, they're spelled really weird, but I'm pretty sure our heroine's name is Morgan and our hero's name is, um, Odin, but I don't know if that's right. But for the sake of this episode, we're calling him Odin. Anyway, so they have this, like, backstory that, um, they were both, they were both twins that, like, they had, they had a twin and their twin died during labor like I guess um Morgan's mom tried to kill herself because her dad's a freaking psychopath and she survived her twin died but her mom survived as well um Odin they got in a car accident I believe and his died so they they were both like really crying and like inconsolable so they put them in the same bassinet together and then lo behold la la they stopped crying and instant soulmates they see they meet each other eight years later at elementary school and they become best friends eventually become a couple um where then Odin breaks up with her to, I guess, force her to go away to school. Like, it was a pretty, it was weird. So, I can't even tell you this timeline because this timeline made no freaking sense, you guys. Like, I guess I should put a trigger warning for swearing because it made no freaking sense at all. I can't tell you how old these people are. I can't even tell you how long they're separated. I can't even tell you if he broke up with her out of high school or out of college because guess what he said he broke up with her in college but then he said he broke up with her to send her to school and that she said that you and he said he wanted to go away to school so I'm thinking it was high school but the author put college I don't know it was really confusing anyways he made this deal that he said okay well when um that he would wait for her and that um if things were meant to be that they were meant to be and that if they were both still single by 30 it didn't matter what was going on they marry each other right well, um, Morgan has POTS, which is just this, like, disease where, like, she gets, like, raised heart rate, she faints, she, her, her system pretty much fights it, like, works against her, and, like, in a situation where you would be overwhelmed, it, like, takes her to the point where she passes out, like, it's a very, um, like, she can't walk very far, she can't carry very much, it's, like, a very, um, what's the word I'm thinking of, uh, I don't know. It'll come to me. But anyway, so she has that. Um, she was starting to develop symptoms right before they broke up. But she didn't tell him how bad they were because she was worried that he would just want to be with her out of guilt. Well, she comes back after the symptoms get worse because he for he wants her to go be a doctor. And that's why he's forcing this issue. I don't know. And she comes back right before and she finds out that she, he has a chick pregnant and he's getting married. So she leaves. Okay. I don't know how far, how long they were separated because honestly, it didn't make any sense because it made it sound like she went away to college, she got sick for like a year and then she came back. So it made it sound like he like moved on within a year. Again, I don't know how old they are. Okay, so um, he has recently figured out she is back in town. She's been in town for two years, but apparently he didn't know that. He got released from jail. I thought it was like 14 months ago, but then she, he says he started dating his ex-wife four months ago. So I, I don't, I Mm, I don't know. I don't know, you guys. This book confused the ever-living hell out of me. So, 
Anyway, she faints at her coffee shop because she owns a coffee shop and that's how he finally sees her again. He's there with his ex-wife. I don't know how to say her name. We're going to call her Yeti because that's what he calls her. Um, they have a son. I don't know how old his son is because, again, I also have no freaking clue with this timeline how old he is. I know that I thought somewhere it said that he... So, when he... In the hospital, there was a nurse that apparently liked to switch babies because they thought it was funny and send kids home with the wrong parent. Well, Odin figured it out that he switched the baby and he's like, that's not my son. My son has a birthmark. Give me my son back. Okay. Well, he got mad, beat the crap out of this nurse and almost killed him. Oh, no. Beat the crap out of the nurse. And then another nurse that was apparently an accomplice that came out of nowhere um, fell wrong and broke her neck. And he got charged with like murder one or manslaughter or something like that. So he was sentenced to six, no, eight to ten years in prison. And the nurse was, I guess, not sentenced to essentially like six or something. So, But because of something going on, he got prolonged. So I think it was like he went in at five years I think when his son was five but I'm not positive but then he got released early right so he only served four years of his sentence it sounded like because he said he was released six years early so I went like at the most that would have been four years which would put his son at nine which also doesn't work because his son acts like he's a teenager so it's very confusing if you guys read this and can figure it out come back and tell me because I don't know anyways Apparently, she came back a third time to see him, and he was going to jail, which we don't see that on page. And then the last time was when he she thought he was getting back with his ex-wife after he got out of jail. So, he sees her, and then I... I it's so weird. It's so fucking weird, you guys. It's so weird. Um, so, I guess, like, he knows her family. Her dad is, like, this weirdo who doesn't believe in modern medicine, and he's just not a very nice guy. And he knows he has a really horrible relationship with him. But he, like, starts talking to him because they run into him at the store. I don't know. Um, he ends up, like, convincing her to go fishing with him. Where they kind of, he's like, why didn't you come back and tell me your pods has gotten worse? And she goes, I did, but you were pregnant. Like, you were getting married. And he's just like, then he was, like, kind of mad that he didn't tell her to came back. It's like, what the hell was she supposed to do? She came back and you, you, you had a girlfriend who was pregnant with your baby and you were getting married. Like, you obviously didn't wait for her. You didn't even call her. Like, so then he feels guilty about that. So then, like, <laughs> this girl, like, has horrible luck. And then apparently she gets attacked out of a freaking gas station. And, of course, he shows up and saves her. They go to the hospital. He's fake dating his ex-wife because she's trying to make someone jealous. So now his ex-wife's brother's mad at him thinking that he's, like, two-timing the ex-wife with Morgan. So he's, he's being a real jerk at the hospital after she was just assaulted. Um, Morgan, <laughs> it's... So, yeah, um, she has a best friend named Folsom that is a computer hacker, I guess. They they met each other because her because Folsom's daughter has apparently an autoimmune disease and was in the hospital a lot. And that's how they met because um, Morgan was in the hospital a lot. So they became best friends. Anyways, so he takes Morgan home because I guess he does. Well, no, he she goes home and he has to stay with her, make sure there's a concussion. And then apparently Folsom is now a vet. And calls and says they need help with a horse after her best friend was just assaulted and released from a hospital. She calls and says, I need help with a horse. So they go down there to help with a horse. And then he takes her home after getting her a frosty. And then he says, oh, my son needs me. Who apparently his son hates him and is a real jerk like all the time. But you don't know why the son hates him. It makes no sense whatsoever. 
but they let him get away with like this back talking stuff and she goes he goes text me if you need anything and she said oh what are you are, are you gonna finally unblock me and she and he goes i never i never blocked you okay so then you find out that this has come out of nowhere too you find out that apparently through all these years we don't know how many years everybody take a guess i i don't know i don't know how many years that um she had quite tried calling him texting him all kinds of different times and it always like came back that her phone was blocked his like that he had blocked her number okay well it made no sense to me because you find out later that she saw her dad's phone plan and her dad had blocked all the numbers so that she couldn't call him i guess and but i don't know but he never called her so you're telling me that apparently a phone only works one way like he could never try to reach out to her apparently but yeah so anyways they find out that it wasn't he didn't block her it was her dad and this is what's kind of funny is that like she calls her dad to like write him the right act and then she blocks him but she's on his phone plan like that makes zero sense to me no sense like, I'm going to call you, chew you out. By the way, I'm blocking you now. Okay, well, he can just kick you off his phone plan. Like, or unblock himself. I'm like, what the hell? I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. So, um, that happens. Um, what else happens, you guys? I'm not, I just, I can't with this book. So, that happens. And then his, his he picks up his son from wherever where he needed a ride right all right and his son like like this is why i'm telling you he acts like he he told he says something like i saw your girlfriend she looks real special Sp like what she what do you say like specially trashy or trash or some shit i don't know like he i don't know but i'm all like is he nine is he 13 is he 15 how old is this kid i don't know anybody's guesses i, I don't know and so uh and the next day, his ex-wife calls and says, like, can you go get our son? Like, I'm whatever. I'm stuck in traffic. I don't know. Okay. But it was all like a plot. Okay, you guys, you're going to love this twist. You're going to love it. <laughs> so I'm going to go back a little bit. And he was saying, and like at the beginning of the book, he's talking about like in his inner thoughts, he's talking about th thinking about his ex-wife and how like at, they, they probably shouldn't have got married. And they realized after they got married that they shouldn't have because they started acting more like roommates than lovers. And they started spending less and less time together and drifting apart. And that they finally got divorced a year into his prison, prison sentence, okay? So, remember that. He said, acting more like roommates than lovers. Okay, so, apparently the ex-wife, like, did this plan because she wanted to talk to um, Morgan and confess everything. Okay, so, her confession, you, oh my god, her confession is that she and Odin have never slept together, that her and Odin got together with the sole purpose of her getting a baby and that she wore him down because they were friends and that she just really wanted a baby. And so she convinced him to donate his sperm as in she had no, because she's not sexually attracted to him at all. And she just wanted his baby. Why? I don't know. But she just said she wanted his baby. And so she went to a fertility doctor where they took his sperm and put it and planted it into her. And there was no intercourse whatsoever. And then she then all of a sudden she was really upset because she didn't want to have a baby an illegitimate child so she convinced him to marry her and we're supposed to believe that they never once had sex in the entire time that they were married also 
Apparently, in case you were guys were wondering, he even told her, I will marry you and give you this baby. But if Morgan calls me, I'm going to have to leave and divorce you because I'm going to have to be with her. I shit you not. That is what she said. And you want to know what Morgan says? That she's relieved because then he really didn't move on. She had zero follow-up questions. Zero. Yeah, I had a lot of questions. Most of them were where I was thinking, bullshit, how stupid are you? Do you really believe that? Okay, but why would you donate your sperm anyways? Were you guys that close of friends? You don't seem like you're that close of friends. Well, why did you want his baby and nobody else's baby? All these questions. She isn't asking anyone because it is okay. Because she, it's the gospel truth, man. She wouldn't, they, they wouldn't lie to her. Yeah, so apparently that, that means that She's all in and she's going to fight for him because she didn't fight for him last time. And if she would have fought for him last time, they would have not wasted all these years together. Then you find out apparently he had checked in with her dad throughout the years and her dad had like told him that he was, she was doing good and that she was all happy and everything and like showed him pictures of visiting him, which also brings me back to, he knew how her dad was to her. So why would he believe that? But whatever, cause we're going, we're just throwing everything into the story at this point. But you know, I don't know. So, that happens. Uh, and uh, they're all in, apparently. And she, they have sex now, and they're going to be together, and they're happy, and whatever. And then the next thing happens. Are you guys ready for this next thing? There's a fire at Morgan's Coffee Shop. And she watches the video, and oh my god, do you know who it was? It was Odin's son, who's also a genius because he goes to a special school and has a very high IQ. Yes. And he went into her coffee shop, took some accelerant, put it in the middle of the table. This is like in the story. Put the ta the ta uh, towels there and purposely lit it where it would expand the most and cause the most damage. Right. And then he flees. Okay. So she's like going to lie and cover for this kid that she's never even met yet right and odin's like no no he needs to face the consequences of his action like you know he did this he can't just like be like no like okay so whatever so he's gonna he's saying that he, that he has to do it um that he has to face the consequences even if that means going to juvie or whatever well the cop because you know the cops show up and she lies to the cops okay and then the cop and then odin says no it was him and he she he goes yeah we knew it was him because the the store across the street has cameras and we caught him leaving so they go to go get him from school and all this stuff to have a family sit down talk apparently and morgan's there and this is also weird to me because she this is like literally the first time she's meeting him okay the first time she's meeting him and morgan comes in and like she's trying to convince odin not to like just like they don't press charges and odin's like i don't have the money to re like fix your shop and yet he doesn't have the money to fix your shop and she goes well i have all this money set aside for my grandma so i could just use that you know and it'll be okay okay and he's all no we're not doing that like we're not doing that so anyways back to this confet like this whole thing and like yet he's all like morgan can stay because she's got part of this family now and you need to listen to her okay like no woman is gonna say that to their child that just met their dad's girlfriend for the very first time that's just weird to me but then again if my child had decided to burn down someone's building I probably wouldn't be as calm as these people are so anyways they're sitting there and 
Morgan goes, I saw the look in your eyes and I know you didn't want to do it. So who made you do it? I'm not kidding. I mean, like, but then like you go back to that chapter and she said she's what she says she's watching this video and she can tell that he's trying to cause the most damage done. So then he says that like his coach, um, his baseball coach told has been telling people that when he was younger that he lit things on fire to make himself feel better. So now they're going to blame the coach, which back backtrack. The dad was talking, Odin was talking about how the coach was a creep, and the mom says the coach is the creep, and they don't feel comfortable with their son around him, so if you're not comfortable with your son around a coach, then why the hell would you let him keep this doing the sport? Like, not parents of the year, you guys, not. But apparently, Morgan's just like, it's okay. And then she's like, you are important to your dad, which means you're important to me, and I will always protect you. And I'm just like, this is the most, like, I was like, rolling my eyes. I'm like, this is so not realistic. Are you, she's not even mad, you guys. He burnt down her coffee shop with the front of it. It's over $75,000 worth of damage, and she's not even mad. She's just like, it's okay. It's okay, Bowie. That's his name, by the way, in case you guys were curious. It's okay. Whatever. So now, now, let me tell you. Now, Odin and that, that sheriff, even though Odin is technically a convicted felon, they're going to go confront that that coach, they're gonna find out what's what, they're gonna, they're gonna go find out what he did to convince Bowie to do what he did, which all, I, which he did nothing, he even said he didn't even like the coach, like, he literally said, I don't even like the coach, and I don't like the assistant coach that's been hanging around, but I don't want people not to like me, so, like, I, whatever, so they go over there to confront that coach, and on the way there, they're talking about how Morgan needs a new car, and he's all like, she's like, I don't have the money to get a new car. And I'm like, you literally just said you had over a shit ton of money in your bank or your trust fund to fix the coffee shop. How do you not have money to buy a car? Whatever. Odin's like, I'm going to buy you a car. So they go over to that coach's house and they're going to confront this dude. They're like, how dare you do whatever it is you did to make him burn that coffee shop? Right? Right. And... Then you find out that that nurse dude that got released, that switched the babies, oh, he's friends with this guy. And then you find out that the coach also apparently got in trouble for undressing in front of his girlfriend's daughter when she was 22. And so he's not even supposed to be around kids without supervision. So how the hell did he become a coach? I'm really, I'm really concerned about the adult supervision in this book, you guys. I'm very concerned. Okay? So that coach is going to get, now that coach is going to get, I guess... He got arrested, and then the other guy got arrested, too. I don't really know why, but they did. It was their fault. Anyways, now Bowie likes Morgan. I don't know why, but she does. And he's going to hang out at her house because his mom's working. And then, apparently, now Morgan's mom, who has been in and out of mental hospitals, in case you were wondering, after she got out of jail for trying to kill the, herself and her babies, um, she has stuck through Morgan's window, and she's tried to strangle her, but she didn't die but she thought she died, but she passed out because of her POTS disease. And then they caught her, and they said that apparently she killed her because she thought that her that her ex-husband was going to kill her, Morgan's dad, because he was obsessed with her. But then you find absolutely nothing about how he was obsessed with her. Like, there's nothing in there about what, what, what she meant. And then Morgan's dad dies from a heart attack the next night, but she doesn't care. It's okay. But her mom didn't kill him. He just had a heart attack. But, yeah. And then... What happened next? Oh, oh, this is personally my favorite scene, which I'm not going to lie to you. This is the most uncomfortable, disturbing, weird, cringy, secondhand embarrassment scene I have ever read in a book. And you guys, I have read 
some weird shit. I have, you know? Sometimes not intentionally, but curiosity gets the better of me. This chick shaves her pubic hair with his, like, um, razor, but not, like, his electric razor that he uses for his face. Saves it. Goes to Hobby Lobby to get a vial to put her pubic hair in a vial along with other good luck charms. Seals it. Puts it on a necklace because she's going to gift it to Odin as a good luck charm. I wish I was kidding. But I am not. So yeah, that happens. Um, also, after her dad dies, like literally, he has a heart attack, and like Odin's talking to her about it. She asks him. She proposes to him. So yeah, now they're gonna get married. And then it's a fifteen-year epilogue where apparently they have three kids. They're seven, five, and four. Don't ask me how old they are because I don't know. I mean, even at some point he said. We were going to get married, no matter what, at 30, if we, um, like, if we're still single. And he's, in his mind, and this is before they get back together, in his mind he thinks, we're, and we both turned 30 last week. Don't ask me when a birthday happened in this book, because again, I don't know. Back to this epilogue. Um, apparently Bowie now is a dad, and he's a professional soccer player in Sports Illustrated. He is famous and amazing he also never got any charges pressed against him for lighting morgan's coffee shop on fire because it wasn't his fault you guys it wasn't his fault um yeah so he has a kid now and they have three kids and that is the end of the voices are back and also why is it titled that i don't know i wish i could tell you but i i don't know like i really don't yeah i so I ended this, I gave this book two stars. Why? I don't know. I don't know. It probably was one. Because I ended this just thinking to myself, I just wasted six dollars. And you guys know how cheap I am. Six dollars on this book. So then I decided I'm gonna make myself a rule. If it's a new release, I'm waiting two weeks until other people <laughs> make a poor life choice like me and buy a book. And then I'm going to read all those reviews because obviously they're lying to me because this book made no sense. It, I, it was so confused. Nothing made sense. Like, at all. I'm not sure what was going on. But, like, I kept on going back and checking and trying to figure out if I missed something and I couldn't figure it out. And I was just like, what the hell is going on? So that was, like, my mood this whole entire book. What the hell? Like, what the, what the, what the hell? But, yeah, so... <laughs> If any of you guys take the plunge and read this, I um please let me know what you think. <laughs> um I don't know what next week's book's gonna be. I'm probably just gonna go off of whatever I end up reading later on this week if I have time. But you know, until next time, I will see you guys later.